Oh my goodness. I got a countdown. This was so professional, Jeff. I, I, I feel like you should give yourself a raise. Thank you for being such a good producer. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Marvel Multiverse RPG. We've created our own Earth LOL. Uh, mutants are the only people with superpowers, and our players have created their own original mutants who are still learning how to use their uh, powers, how to be heroes. They're kind of getting to the point where they're uh, ranking up a little bit. They might be full-fledged X-Men pretty soon. The only X-Men pretty soon. Uh, Kipser, let's start with you. Who are you playing? What are your superpowers? I am playing Ashfall, otherwise known as Luna Richter. Uh, she is the daughter of Shatterstar and Richter, uh, who came in from Mojo World, fell... Luckily, uh, this stuff wasn't happening at the time, so she survived quite well on Earth 101 originally and uh, mostly does uh, geokinesis with a little bit of dimensional travel sprinkled in, which is also fun. Uh, Aaron, who are you playing? What are your superpowers? I'm Jericho Wraith, son of John Wraith, the Kestrel and Silver Fox. Uh, his powers are the ability to fold and manipulate space-time. So uh, he can teleport, he can slide himself out of time so he can move apparently faster than everybody else. And he can use his uh, ability to manipulate space-time to cause damage or paralyze people. And a quick shout out to our YouTube comments. They have been doing everything they can to nerf Aaron's character. Uh, and it's greatly appreciated from a GM standpoint. Uh, just keep throwing in those uh, rules, corrections, uh, anything we can to make Aaron weaker. I'll, I'll still I, lose I, against him because I roll poorly. I will but... say that uh, just because it's a comment in YouTube doesn't actually mean it's the correct interpretation of the rules. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll get into it, you know, in our private discord and uh, decide how things shake up. But I, I think Wraith has about one HP uh, from now on. I, I think that's where we're landing. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. It's, a, it's an approach. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa, who are you playing? What are your superpowers? Uh, I am playing Bijou. Her superpowers are getting very, very small and uh, running pretty quick and uh, shooting things. And last but not least, Jeff, who are you playing? What are your superpowers? I am playing Stranglehold, uh, also known as Marshall Gloss, or I did that backwards. Uh, my superpowers, uh, basically, I am a professionally trained martial artist uh, in the, uh, the, the line known as high school wrestling. And uh, also, I have very, very flexible uh, uh, bones and tissue and limbs and all sorts of stuff as I have plasticity. Uh, so basically, martial arts, plasticity, and I tap into a lot of, uh, a lot of I'm very strong. Uh, I, can, I can lift a house, apparently. Which, you know, usually the bodybuilders aren't flexible. So that, that's great that you got uh, both things going for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right and now previously on x-men our gifted graduates have been plagued by a pack of primal predator x's ambushed at their hamptons holiday hideaway the misfit mutants were chased by the beasts across long island a fresh patch of potholes a pile of pulverized police cruisers and a perished pair of predators was left in their wake Seeking to strike out at their foe, the villainous Reverend Stryker, our graduates broke into their his 
broke into his headquarters, the Church of Human Potential, formerly known as Madison Square Gardens. They discovered the church had been secretly excavating under the arena, digging out several floors beneath a ma- several floors beneath with a massive freight elevator capable of carrying heavy equipment. What will they discover buried beneath New York City? How will the graduates return to their own time? Why did Stryker rename the Knickerbockers? Find out tonight here on Adventures in Lollygagging. <laughs> I didn't practice reading this as much as I normally did, and I threw in some tongue twisters for myself, which doesn't super help. Super smooth. It was super smooth. <laughs> <laughs> we are picking up exactly where we left off. You all are on this freight elevator, this very large elevator capable of carrying multiple pieces of heavy equipment. And the door is slowly opening and light is filtering in. And you see that there are some shadows moving about. Nothing uh, extremely worrying, but it seems as if there are people wandering about. As the door begins to open more and more and more, you realize that this is a construction site. Uh, this sub-basement appears to be unfinished. However, it's close to being done. There are concrete floors, concrete ceilings, concrete walls. Lots of construction lights, but you can see that there are lights that are already installed up and about. They're just not completely wired. You see wires are hanging from the ceiling. To your left, there are rows and rows of lockers. And there are also a series of parked like golf carts. Uh, not exactly golf carts, but small carts that carry tools to and from. Uh, as far as you can see, the, this tunnel continues to go. This is a massive construction deep underground, and it looks as if it would take vehicles and things like that to really traverse it quickly. You see that there are construction workers uh, milling about. None of them really take much notice in you. The people that are here are still doing work. Uh, they're preoccupied. What all are you doing? You only have a few minutes before someone will actually look your way or moments. What is your plan here? Hit number 11. Immediately backing up, going to another floor. <laughs> uh, this okay. seems like uh, a little bit busy. The we can, we can door goes up, and it's not even all the way up yet. It's just enough six, seven feet uh, open, and it goes up, what, 20, 30 feet for this freight elevator. It, the door is not even all the way open when Ashfall hits the button, and it continues... Uh, it, backs up, goes back down. It shuts. As far as you can tell, no one really seemed to notice you. And you begin to go up one more floor. It is a stuttering trip. This elevator is not meant for a smooth ride. It's meant to carry very heavy equipment. After a few minutes, you get up there. The door begins to open again. And you see a very similar hallway. You can see what they were planning on building in the previous floor, is basically mirrored here, but it is finished. The elevator rises all the way up, and here, it's empty. There aren't many people working, if any at all, as far as you can see. The lights are still on. Uh, it's this very artificial light. It's very, very white. Uh, seems to be brand new. Uh, there doesn't appear to be much uh, muck or wear and tear. There aren't any real uh, lines or scuff marks on the floor or anything like that. Again, there are rows of carts uh, just off to your left. However, the lockers are not there. 
Uh, it appears as if there's no construction going on on this floor that the workers would want lockers to uh, put their things throughout the day. And it is evening as well. So however many people would be here, likely the shift is down to a skeleton crew. Is this good enough for you, Ashfall, or do you want to go up one more floor? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, we'll stay here. Unless somebody else hits the button. Uh, no, this seems nice and quiet. Um, Wraith, would you, how good, would you be able to teleport and grab, like, some contents of the lockers if we need to disguise as workers, if we're walking around, or should we just explore this floor and, and go up and ignore 12? I'm capable of doing that, if, if that's what we decide we want to do. Let's take a look around, see what's here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, creepy, creepy crap. Lots of creepy crap. I don't think it so, would really require me reminding you, but you are all teenagers that look like teenagers. You're dressed like high school kids. Uh, and you do still all have uh, anklets on as well that look like house arrest anklets. So a little bit of disguise may not be a bad thing if someone sees you. I'm wearing we a bonnet. Did. There you go. Yeah, we did put some I'm vacation. Ashfall looks like a Mennonite coming out of the Hamptons, <laughs> and we did rob that that one that one family yeah, yeah. of what was in the back of their station wagon. Nice, yeah. nice yeah, long flowy skirt that covers yeah, the ankles. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Can't can't see the uh, ankle monitor anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jericho scan on the walls and ceilings, looking for uh, security cameras or any kind of uh, security systems that might trip if we move off this elevator. Give me a vigilance check. Uh, we're going to say it's DC 12. It's not going to be very difficult. I will use my edge. That one. That was a terrible roll. Oh, uh, it did not re-roll. Actually, okay. not that it'll matter, but while 13. he's doing that, let's get a initiative rolls from everyone. We won't use them uh, at all, mm. but it'd be nice to have. 13 for your vigilance? Yep. You look around, and for the most part, there are not any security cameras on this main drag. You do see that there are security systems. Um, there are doors that split off from this main hallway. Um, and each one appears to have some sort of keypad or access point there. Uh, as far as cameras go, it does not appear that there are any cameras down here. Whether that tells you if it's not finished yet, or whether it's just not worth having that many cameras going, because this is, you know, with, you know, 14 floors, that's a lot of space to cover. These, so, these doors with the keypads, do these look like reinforced doors? I mean, do they look like they're doors into cells or do they look like they're doors into into offices eventually? In other words, does this look like an office right, building right. or does this It like does not prison? look like cells. Uh, it looks more like offices, yes. Uh, the doors themselves, they're, they're mildly reinforced. They're thicker doors, but they're not real security doors. They're not made of metal or anything. Uh, they just are there to keep people from just wandering in rather than to really stop a determined person. 
So it, bijou can like get small, get under the door and unlock it from the inside. And then we can look around. I believe that the way these would be set up, you would have space to get in. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what were our initiative roles? Uh, Kips Racing, you said 16. 16. Nine for Nine Bijou. Nine for Bijou. Um, Stranglehold, what'd you get? Also a 16. 16. And Wraith, I'm sure you got a fantastic with your reroll. Yeah, well, or no, you get a fantastic the, automatically. Yeah, with my lightning, with one, with my lightning actions, it's a twenty-two fantastic after my uh, edge checks on initiative. And we won't get into any fights or anything like that. That's not how I run this game. We don't mm -hmm. do combat, so don't worry about it whatsoever. Of course, uh, of course. So I mean, that's pretty fair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I mean, to build some tension here. And I'm you not sure I have it. from much memory role. of the combat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So as you're going uh, through down this hallway, you're going to see that these doors, they are actually numbered. They have letters and numbers. They don't have any actual names or labels or anything like that. Um, each one says the floor, and then it says the section of the area, which is a letter, and then the door itself is numbered. So in this case, you would be the first few doors you would be reading would be 11A01, 11A02, and so on. So Bijou will go inside the first one that we see. I'm not really an office guy. I never really had like an like a nine to fiver yet. But yeah, I don't think any of us have. I thought like, you know offices that people wanted were not buried 11 floors below the ground so like the only kinds of offices that i think would be down here are like you know the super secret kind where people are doing really bad things so i feel like we're kind of on the right track maybe yeah but these I, are I think you're right there. there i think you're scientist right there. stuff when I was working yeah. with Team X, all of all of their office complexes were covert locations. So I think you're right on time. Most struggled. of the awful stuff that I've lived through has all been very much on camera and in the open, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. You find anything, Biju? And Biju, you, you shrink down. You go under the door. Uh, and it's a tighter squeeze because the other side has carpet. It's not just bare concrete. Uh, and it looks as if they've put a little bit of work into making this a little nicer uh, on the inside. They've painted the walls. They've put the office-style carpet, the very low carpet that's easy to vacuum in there. Uh, I, you wouldn't say it's homey by any means, but at least they put something in here. You go in on the other side and you find another long hallway with several series of doors. Um, as far as you can tell, there are no security cameras here. Uh, looking back at the door you just came in through, it's just a push bar. So you can easily open the door to let everyone in. Okay. And that's what I do. Like, I don't get too far in just enough to see that nobody's there. And then I kind of get, come back to full size and open the door. Yeah, I'm right behind you. Oh, that was quick. That was easy. Nobody around? What What does it, it look like? Is it an office in there? And she just like stands with her back to the door so that you can keep looking. It's a hallway. Oh. 
And as the four of you begin going down this hallway, you start looking through some of the uh, very narrow rectangular windows on these doors. Uh, All of the rooms are dark. Uh, A lot of these lights in this hallway are motion activated, so they only turn on as you start moving. The lights in the rooms likely are as well. They're all off. This whole section is just dead right now. There's no one in here. It's also very, very cold. Whether it's a result of you being underground or just the ventilation system having to push air so deep, it would be a very powerful ventilation system. It's noticeably colder in here. Bija will go inside the first office um, on the right-hand side, uh, do the same thing, shrink down, pop up, open the door, um, and just look to see, are these still, like, vacant? Does anyone seem to kind of be assigned to these offices? Like, kind of what do we see inside one of those? You pick the first door, and it has a keypad very similar to the one that you, the door that you just came through. Uh, it requires some sort of key card to open. Uh, there is also a number pad on there that you could put in a code. You don't re- know which one the security actually requires, but you go in under the door, and inside again is back to concrete, surprisingly, and it's freezing in here. As you return to your normal size, the lights come on. Uh, they're motion activated as well. You look back at this door, and it has the same keypad uh, number pad as the entrance, as in you need some sort of access to open it again. It logs you both going in and going out. As you look around this room, it is a server room, and it is very, very large. Just racks and racks of computer servers. Hmm. And do they appear to be, like, operational, or they're just here getting you ready for something? You can give me a logic check if you'd like. Okay. What? Uh, 14. Okay. Your target number here for this was 12, but I was going to say if you get higher, you'll get a bit more information, so I'm going to give you a little bit extra here. The first thing you'll notice about these server racks, surprisingly, they're video game consoles. Uh, They're rows and rows of Xboxes that have had, like, part of the uh, plastic torn off, and they've all been linked together. Uh like chained together into a massive sort of computer of sorts. They are all flashing. Uh, There are small little fans whirring on each of their uh, motherboards. It appears as if they are being used. It's strange, though, because it's not a server rack the way you would expect. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just rows and rows of hard drives with a, a few motherboards here and there. It's just thousands and thousands of these xboxes that are chained together and so bijou will just sort of look around a bit and scratch her face it's very puzzled just get shrink back down come back up the other side pop up um as she always does behind someone um so that's weird um did you find some dead bodies no it's a server room but oh. they're using all gaming consoles. That's weird. Those aren't as powerful as a, like a normal computer, are they? 
Mm. Is there any way but for there's you to thousands log in? Of them. Any way to log in and see what 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 information they're processing or or what they're what they're isn't being Prod- used for? Isn't Prodigy with us? Mm-hmm. Uh, good question. Is he? Yeah. If you guys say he is, then he is. Yeah. They were with us because our end goal, if plan X, Y, and Z all E3. fail, is... Uh, yeah. Elixir is with you too, then? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so his gold face lights up at hearing Xboxes. Bro, let's what? go game. Dude, oh my gosh. Let me tell you about GoldenEye N64, bro. Oh my gosh. The train level? Bro. Look, you just had to play the short character. It doesn't make it... Anyway, there's there's no I didn't see any controllers. It's just the it's just the console, unfortunately. I, I might have missed them though. There there might be some uh, in there. You have to have a keypad. No, That's why I couldn't open the door for you because it's the same keypad on the outside and the inside. Bijou, you're correct. There was no sort of terminal access that you could see. There were miles and miles of cable, just you know, hundreds of these cables running through all these consoles. And you could it was all very neatly done. It's all brand new. Uh, it looks as if it's done within the past year or so. So you can easily follow the cables and see where they go. They're all zip tied together into bundles. Um, but you did not see any sort of like monitor or keyboard or anything like that to access. So, I mean, somebody else can go on if they want, but I didn't see anything. I didn't see a keyboard. I didn't see a controller. Okay. Um, and I, I, if we look up, do we see the cables or the ventilation system or anything uh, running above any of piping? So I think here in the hallway, you would see a lot of conduit. Uh, some of it looks like wire conduit. Some of it looks like actual plumbing piping. Uh, you don't see any physical cables. Likely they're in the conduit. Uh, okay, so if they're coming out there and connecting here, I guess we just follow it to the end? Maybe you and Elixir can play Goldeneye at the end. Bro, all we need is a monitor, because I already brought my own controller. Oh, dude. I wish I had one, but... I got oh, it's alright, I brought two, actually. Oh, yours the best! Oh my god, when did you have time to get those? You were like trapped in like that everyday carry bro everyday carry (laughs) nice i got uh parallel dimension zap thingy so my stuff my rigs all back in my timeline bro that is such a bummer right so as you all begin following these conduit down this hallway uh you're going for what feels like city blocks uh this hallway turns and winds and it's a straight shot. It doesn't really branch off anywhere. So you only have one way to go. You do find other hallways eventually, but you can see by the way the conduit is laid out that it all leads to the same place. Uh, Bishu, if you go under multiple doors just to check here and there, you'll find more of the same. Uh, Sometimes they're not all Xboxes, but there's always just rows and rows of computers. And they're all hooked up together, and those wires all lead the same direction. All wires lead to Rome here. And it just takes you further and further into this complex. Till finally, 
So this is kind of boring. It's all going to the same place. It's just weird. Seems like interesting. I don't know a lot about it, but it seems like a weird way to do it. But we're still going there. Yeah. Wrath, any idea what you'd need all all of this stuff for? Not my area of expertise. Yeah. You continue following this conduit until you reach a door that appears like any other, with the exception being that this is the end of the hallway. It is where the hallway dead ends at. And there is a label on this. It says Project Forge. And then there is also a keypad uh, along with a number pad. Uh, Prodigy, can you, like, I don't know, like, hack the keyboard or something? The keypad? sense a body or anything? Like, is your sensor, your brain-eating sensor going off? Don't eat brains, but I don't... I have to be within a couple feet of someone to really know. I can't hack a keypad without someone nearby knowing how to hack a keypad. If there was, like, muscle memory for the password, maybe, but they're not close enough if they are. Spranglehole, why don't you just rip the door off? We know we're going to get in a fight eventually here anyway. We might as well just make an entrance. And so Stranglehole will try to do, like, Jaws of Life with his hands and try to slide into whatever the seams he can possibly get to just yank it and then see if he can do it. All right, this is going to be melee. You can throw a house, so I feel like it's not too ridiculous that you're doing this. Uh, We'll say uh, target number 14, which I think you'll be able to manage. You know, I 1v1'd Apocalypse once. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, really? Just a pop. All right, let me go ahead and use my (laughs) edges. Okay, so I have a grand total of 24. I'm sorry, 23. I apologize. And I said 24 is what you needed, uh, unfortunately. (laughs) No, you thin your hands out uh, and you go to jaws of life it like you said and what's funny is that actually with your hand thin you kind of like credit card uh the door handle uh where the little knob begins to open but at that point you're already committed and you're wrenching the door uh you pull off the hinges and you just yank it free as these bolts come right out of the concrete frame that it was in and it it's a durable door but let's be honest your stranglehold you're yeah. pretty fucking strong. Uh, and you yeah. yank this door right off. And I set it down gently along, you know, and I lean it up against the hallway. What do we see inside? As you look inside, you maybe take a step in or so. Uh, the first thing you notice is that right next to the door is a brand new door. It's got a brand new keypad, it's got a brand new door, and it's got all of the repair equipment, like concrete repair, uh, bolts, tools, everything that it would take to replace the door that you just ripped off. There is a soft blue glow in this room, uh, a blue lighting that kind of like shimmers, like there are shadows that are cast across. And then there are also some white lights that are... uh, flashing here and there you look around you see the walls and it's some sort of supercomputer the walls have consoles and consoles uh all sorts of access terminals and things like that in the center of the room are all sorts of tables that are they 
appear to be like clean tables, the types of tables that you would build very sensitive electronics in, uh, things like that. But there are also tool benches and things like that for just regular tools, things like that. Uh, you could build almost anything you can imagine with the materials at hand here. And on the far wall of this room, it's actually glass. And you can see that there are sharks and schools of fish swimming through on the other side. And that is causing the blue glow that emanates through here. Whoa. Feels a little bit uh, Dr. Evil. Uh, Elixir, Prodigy, you guys have that film at least in this timeline. It's Dr. Evil? I don't know what film you're talking about. Oh, God. Oh, he's just like Austin Powers, dude. He was like, there it was Bro, sort of like Austin parody. Powers. Right. I never saw that one. Oh, he was in it. He was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a Bond parody. Laser like Goldeneye, but not really. Durko shakes his head and starts uh, searching through the room, trying to see if there's anything else. <laughs> Prodigy also steps in and starts going to the nearest access terminal. Uh, you can tell that he's kind of struggling here. He doesn't have any psychic resonance to go off of to access this, but he's doing his best with the technical know-how he has. Jericho, you step in, uh, and as you all start kind of like filling in, you don't get very far before a door opens on the far side of the room, and in walks a man with tan skin, long black hair, and a blue headband, and he's wearing this outfit it's very similar to like the x-men outfits that you used to see except it's not the bright colors it's uh the silver and navy blue and the silver is the shape of a cross very similar to the purifiers and those of you who spent a good amount of time uh at xavier's institute would actually recognize this person as forge uh a mutant who is known for his technical know-how uh known for being an excellent inventor and machinist he walks in carrying a glass of whiskey without a care in the world looking right at all of you well i knew it would be tonight i can't say that i'm surprised and yet i am always surprised at how accurate he is his visions always come true and he takes a sip uh, you aren't, you're ready for this. You have an extra door because we broke yours. So you're not leaving with us? No, no, I'm not leaving with you. In fact, I would prefer it if you didn't leave at all. That's uh, why I'm here. What are you doing, Forge? You're one of us. And you know who I am. That, that's excellent. I I was hoping I could convince you to see the error of your ways. Stryker has offered his mercy to you all. He murdered you turn yourselves all in. the other teachers and students at our school. How could you how could you ally with him? Who knows how many mutants are disappeared every year when they graduate? Stryker is doing his best to keep our people safe. It's mutants like you that we're trying to protect our own. Surely you can understand that. 
Look at all respond? of the danger and wreckage that you have caused in your short time being free. Are you responsible for the time travel technology that had us scooped out of our past and brought to this hellhole? No, no. I, I've tinkered with it. I, I've been able to miniaturize it, you could say. But that's not me. That That's Stryker's angel that was able to provide that. And who's Stryker's angel? Why don't we just have a seat and talk about this? And he gestures towards a, like, break room table uh, across the room. How about you just answer our questions? I don't think I want to sit down, thanks. I don't either. Mr. Wraith, I was told you would be the difficult one. I believe that if you gave me a moment, I could help you see the error of your ways. You could oh, see... Oh, you mean how... Uh, how being kidnapped, having our friends killed, having our bodies injected with foreign objects to strip us of our identity, leaving us in comas. Mm -hmm. That's all for our better good. The lies, the social reconstruction of events. There are no lies. We are trying to help you. Yes, it's for your better good. It's for the greater good. It's so you don't hurt people. The way that you have been hurting people the past few days. We have only hurt people that hit us first. It's a beautiful delusion that you're under. And yet it is a delusion. Right. This so is a tell society. Us responsible for we the have time rules. Travel. And we'll go back to our time and you won't have to worry about us anymore. I'm sorry, Mr. Wraith, but you won't be going anywhere. This is your final stop, unless you wish to convert. So while that's been happening, I just want to point out that Stranglehold has been eyeing up the tank with the sharks. And uh, he breaks the tank at that point when he tries to convert Wraith and see if he can like literally wrap his arm around a shark All right, to that's... throw at Forge. Across the room. So he you're going to be insulted able to... that... He's not the difficult one. That's insulting. That insulting. No, no, that's fair. That's, uh, that's across the room. Uh, so you're going to require a few steps to get there, and then it'll be a melee check. But the the fact that you're going for it will be telegraphed, so everyone can make an agility check to try and hold on to something. Uh, you'll you'll see what's coming, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, so let's get the melee check from Stranglehold, and then agility checks from everyone else to keep their footing. Uh, including Forge here. And Prodigy and Elixir. Oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> uh, 23 fantastic on my melee. Oh my goodness. Uh, and let's get an agility check from you, too, as well, uh, since you're going to be taking the brunt of the force here. But with that uh, excellent melee, go ahead and take an edge on your agility. Okay. Uh, Wraith, what'd you get on your agility? Nice. Uh, 21. Ashfall? I'm very agile. 13. 13? Okay. Yes. And Bijou? 20. 20. All right. Uh, Stranglehold, what'd you get on your agility? Uh, 15 fantastic. 
15. Okay, okay. so Stranglehold, you run up, your legs extend, so you're really only taking like two steps there as they become like stilts. And one arm just kind of becomes like a pincer and it just like lances through this glass and once it's on the other side it spreads out and you just yank back and the glass breaks this five inch thick bulletproof glass you bust right through it and it shatters and water just begins flooding in through this room the computers that are nearby immediately begin to short short circuit and fry uh everyone except ashfall uh, is able to keep their footing as uh, Forge grabs this table that was nearby. It's bolted down into the concrete, so he's able to hold on. It's one of the uh, work tables that he's at. The rest of you all grab something nearby, whether it's another work table or one of the consoles or something like that, and you're able to keep your footing as this water begins flooding in. The initial wave is... Uh, extremely powerful but after that first wave hits you it just begins to slowly trickle and uh drain in a couple fish and a shark actually do uh get thrown in here as well and start being swept away uh thankfully that hallway door is permanently open right now and the water begins draining out through there as a reaction because i was trying to like punch in and wrap my hand around a shark at the same time because I want to literally grab a shark and try to throw a shark at that this guy. Uh, Sharknado. <laughs> uh, I don't think that is a reaction. There's a lot of reactions listed. I don't think grab shark is one of them, though. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I read cool. grab shark as a reaction, though. Did you? I could be convinced yeah, because yeah, it's pretty I fucking awesome, but I think it'll require an action on your turn. Uh, and we are going into combat here. I did expect this glass to be broken. I didn't expect it to be one of the first things to happen. Uh, you you put right. a glass wall with a shark behind it. Like, <laughs> what did you I think? mean, yeah, that is kind of on you. <laughs> so that was actually a late addition to the adventure. Uh, the art I found for Forge, I wanted one without him in his X-Men costume because he's clearly not an X-Men here. And it had an aquarium in the background. And it reminded me of the Always Sunny episode where they do a lethal weapon and Frank is the bad guy and he, for some reason, is always at an aquarium. And I'm like, yep, that's got to be it. Aquarium equals bad guy. Bad uh, guy so now there's an aquarium 11 floors underneath Madison Square Gardens and Stranglehold has broken it. Uh, we have our initiative. Wraith, you have a fantastic success here. Uh, so you go ahead and get to go first. I get a bonus round, right? Yes. Yes, you get a bonus round. And you're at the top of the initiative order. So you get two turns, like usual. So I will, uh, as for my movement action, I set up my blink barrage. So he starts disappearing and reappearing rapidly. My first attack, um, I am going to try to spatially lock Forge down. So that's the webcasting roll. Let's see how that goes. He is going to use his reaction as you target him. Uh-huh. And he's going to quickly move his hand to a uh, his spandex wrist that as he moves his hand, it becomes a bit of a keypad uh, with some sort of controls on there. 
And as he does that, a force field erupts around him, creating an elemental sphere. Uh, so he's spending his points on that, but he is now enveloped in this sphere. How this sphere dare of you force use my energy. abilities I know, against right? me? I how didn't make this, this character. This is the how, official how stat the uh, It just covers himself. And I'd have to do damage to that to take it down, right? Uh, attacks yep. against the sphere are against his ego defense. Any attacks against it are absorbed as if made against his elemental protection power, not the character. Yeah. So I believe for your webcasting, it doesn't actually do damage. So that attack, it, it the temporal anomaly is going to just be absorbed by that energy and does not go through. But you do get a second action, correct? I do get a second attack. So when I see that isn't doing anything, I will just use my spatial assault on him and try to tear fragments of him away, which is the Venom Blast attack. All right. And that will have to, again, break the sphere as well yep. before it can go through to him. Uh, I got um, a fantastic success, 22. Fantastic success. Excellent. Uh 22 damage. The sphere doesn't have damage reduction. Uh, no, are, 22 to remember, hit. I haven't done damage. 22 yet. to hit. Uh, yeah, easily hits. Easily hits. Why did that not? Did you have a damage? question about the ability? Yeah, how much can it absorb? It depends. What is your actual elemental protection? Uh, do you have ah, level 1, level 2, level 3? It's, it, it's that the is. same as their bear protection. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think... Uh, so, I think 84 points of damage will go through. So yeah. it de de should destroy the sphere. You overwhelm the sphere. Uh, the sphere absorbs 10 and it is immediately destroyed. Um, it does say either way the character remains unharmed, but you got a fantastic damage, success. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say we'll take the 10 off the 84. That makes it 74 and we'll half that. Well, how and about instead, that of, still instead going of taking damage, damage, maybe he just takes the stun effect from the fantastic success? He would take I would that. rather give you the okay. damage. Okay, that's cool. Uh, it's a fantastic success, though, so I get that. Uh, no, no, I, I'm okay with just giving him the damage. That's fine. Okay, uh, so then 35 plus 2, 37 damage to him right now. Uh, a giant hit your energy just completely overwhelms the sphere you see the sphere it's like this white crackling energy and it begins to shrink and shrink until it becomes his size and you can see it begin to crush him and he just kind of contorts until the energy erupts in a big flash and you can tell you really hurt him uh with this attack yeah. and then it's your turn again i believe right yep so i continue with my movement action to set uh to set up my blank barrage and uh, I am. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try once again to spatially lock him down to give everybody a better opportunity to hit him. Now that his elemental sphere is down, I'll try it one more time. Oh wait, Jericho. I'm sorry. Um, before you do that, uh, this is after your first turn ends. Mm -hmm. Actually, you all see that there are two other people. Uh, that begin to run into this room uh, from the hallway that you all entered from. They must have come out of one of the rooms nearby. You see a purifier 
and Mr. Reisman, the chief of security from uh, the Stryker Institute, uh, come barreling in. The purifier is dressed the same way as before. Uh, he's got the robe on and he's got that electric uh, stun gun. Mr. Reisman, however, is wearing purifier clothing, but he's got a bit more armor. You can tell he's got body armor underneath and he's just wielding an assault gun. Uh, and you can see that he's got a belt with multiple uh, sidearms as well. Uh, they come running in. However, because the water is there, we're going to say they can't do anything more but run in the room before Wraith gets to go again at the top of the round. That's what uh, I asked. Sorry so about that. Yeah. They can use multiple actions, but I can't grab a shark. And they had no idea it was happening. No, they rolled fantastic <laughs> successes on their initiative. So that's why they get to go mm. in that first round. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. That's what I put okay. the .5 on the initiative tracker for. Just saying, rule of cool. Your guys are running down the hallway. I'm trying to grapple and throw a shark. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, Wraith. You can still get the shark on your turn. Uh, Wraith. Very good point. Uh, it's Very back good to your point. turn. Um, okay, so uh, since, well, Wraith sees them coming in, right? Yes, yes. It's okay, so now, now that there's multiple people, he's not going to screw around with trying to just slow Forge down. He's just going to go for the for the big hit. So instead he's going to use his signature attack on him and strike out again with this, uh, spatial singularities, you know, forming him, forming him inside his body and tearing parts of his matter away. Uh, all right. Uh, I am. It's not a fantastic success this time. Well, I saw I get a re-roll. I'm gonna re-roll that metal die. Jeff, this game has brought out such the troll in you. And honestly, I really love it. I really do. It's <laughs> so much fun. You have no idea. I got a 20 to hit forge, and it is a fantastic success now. Easily hits. Uh yeah, okay. you only needed a 12 on that. To hit forge? Is agility defense? His agility is a 12. Uh oh, that's shit. rules as written there. He does okay. have damage reduction one. Oh, uh, okay. So then the damage multipliers by five instead of six. So what a brag. 30, 36 times two, 72 points of damage then instead of 84. Okay. Uh, whew. 84 would have knocked him out. 72 does not. Uh, go ahead and describe what this looks like. You are beating him within an inch of consciousness. So what happens is you see the glow around Jericho's hands and you see Forge start to shake and scream as matter is literally translated out of his body and into open space around him. It's just like a, a cloud of blood and viscera forms around him that used to be organs and things like that that he's just shredding away, teleporting out of his body. And the there's this the water that he's standing in uh begins to run red with the blood that is drenched out of him and he's still conscious he's still alive but he is so severely injured right now and you can tell there's a look of fear on his face this has turned very very quickly and you had the sense that there was this confidence in him because he knew you were coming he knew that Reisman and the purifiers were nearby it's quickly gone to fear. He he's very much lost that sense of confidence. Well, he's a traitor. Uh, and so for my second standard action of my turn, I'm gonna hit him again. Do it. 
I'm gonna join Forge. <laughs> I think Wraith is the the real enemy here. All right, I'm gonna use my edge so to to re-roll. <laughs> so broken. Oh god. Like you did, aren't. I, I did not I get, get a fantastic action. I don't get to go 50 times before everybody else. And he does the same amount of damage as me. And I put all my points into it and the same conditions on top of it. This game is broken. I, I want to get into this right now, but we should talk we later about better. the spider powers because they're very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I got a 20 to hit. Um, 20 hits. 20 hit. Uh, his multiplier is got damage reduction by one, so that takes it down to times five. So that's 25 plus six, 31 points of damage. And that takes him down. Go ahead and describe it for us. It's the same thing. You see him, you see Forge just, there's just so much damage to his internal organs and his skeleton that he just, you know, after that last attack, he just kind of collapses from just massive damage. Massive internal damage. And that's exactly it. He falls into the water. Uh, the water is uh, almost knee high right now. So he just collapses and he kind of sinks and he begins to bob a little bit. You can't really tell uh, if he's dead or not, but he is down. There's no way he's coming back to fight right now. Uh, that brings us to Matthew Reisman, who lifts up his gun now that he's in the room and just begins spraying. Um, and he is ca casting. Reaction. He is... Elemental sphere. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, you your expect? sphere would be able to reach everyone right now. Yep. Uh, so he's doing weapons blazing. It doesn't matter. He blazes away at two foes at once. Your sphere can easily contain everyone. Uh, so let's go ahead and get his attack here real quick. Uh, so that's 25 damage. So I believe that breaks through your sphere then, right? Yes, mine is a 20 minimum, so yeah. Okay, so he just begins spraying this assault rifle. Go ahead and describe how your uh, earth comes up and deflects it, but it does break. Uh, so in this sort of metal uh, cement block, it's not really dirt, but actually the cement itself that has to break apart. Um, and because we're all covered in water right now and Ashfall's on the ground, she just like claps her hands together, grabs the ground under the water and pulls up. And this cement mud um, almost creating a... Uh, a new cement solid barrier around to be shattered by the bullets. Everyone. And as that is happening, uh, you all, you see this concrete come up and it just begins to break and shatter and chip away. And you see that there are more purifiers filing in from this hallway as well. Uh, the purifier that had the fantastic success gets to go now. The rest of them will not get to go this turn because they're trying to push through this water. It's very difficult to get into the room. Uh, this first purifier is going to attempt to elemental prison on Wraith. Uh, he can create a cage of electricity. His stun gun directs towards Wraith. Um, you are within line of sight. I don't believe you can blink past his uh, behind him. What is your distance on that? Uh 30 spaces. Oh, you absolutely could. If you want to blink into the hallway, you'll be able to blink oh, where yeah. he cannot see you. I blink behind him. 
Yeah. Uh, so the electricity shoots out through this room and it goes to contain Wraith, who just did so much damage to Forge. Uh, and before the electricity even reaches him, Wraith is gone. Uh, the rest of you can't even see him. He's so far down the hallway right now. Uh, that brings us to Stranglehold. Uh, yeah, so Stranglehold, uh, how far away is the nearest person from me? Uh, like five spaces, not far at all. You didn't, uh, you did get further across the room. It, yeah, five spaces. Okay. Uh, can I try to grapple the shark now? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, melee? Uh, we can count this as part of an attack, if you would like. Uh, so whatever attack you're doing. Attack you're doing with the shark. Make the attack, just, and then the shark I'm will give you I'm trying to grapple. I'm literally just trying to grab him. You're going to easily be able to get a shark. Uh, it, it's in the shallow water. It can't swim away from you right now. I'm going to okay. give you the shark for free, and it'll give you an edge on whatever attack you're making with it. Okay, I want to try to beat the closest person. And I don't really care if they're on my team, honestly, uh, <laughs> with this shark. All right, so Bijou is closest to you. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's so the uh, it's probably Reisman. Uh, okay, so I will try to... Uh, I want to just basically... What do I want to do? Um... Hmm. Yeah. So, hmm. You see, I'm torn because this is fun beating a guy with a shark, but it is literally yeah. uh, not an effective way for me to attack because it doesn't trigger any combos, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, and so I'm going to attack with it. Take the edge for the, the shark. shark. I don't need it. I just rolled an ultimate fantastic right off the bat. Sweet. You did uh, not. You rolled 666? Six, I absolutely six, six. did. <laughs> no, it's 616. 616. I'm sorry. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. 616. Good on you. Thank you, Norse Foundry. Um, so the grand, grand total is, if that matters, is uh, 24. So 24. I'm just 24 to hit. With the, uh, is time three for the ultimate success so just, as well, right? Uh, with, I'm just doing to hit. I'm, I haven't even done... Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I keep doing the damage. Uh, his his agility, no, melee, would be 14, so you easily hit. Okay, so then um, the damage For those wise, following along in the audience, I'm using the crossbones stat block for this guy. So I'm doing just a regular attack. I'm trying to see what do you get for a regular attack. I think it's just double damage. Okay. Triple so for then, the ultimate, I believe. Uh, I think that's a no, that's how we're having right. that's not a that's not like an actual in, in game thing. Um okay. So you can take the double damage and have a special effect then or you can do triple 42. your choice. Uh triple damage would be 126 points of damage. So nice. let's just go ahead and go with that. <laughs> Crossbones who's, has 90 health. Uh, who's with having zero sushi? damage reduction. <laughs> so go ahead and describe how the shark is taking crossbones out. I don't know how big the shark is, but I'm going it's to great presume white. juvenile gray white. Oh, excellent. It's my favorite kind. Uh, so I'm just going to wrap my hand around and then I'm just going to lift it and I'm going to just slide it right over top of him. Like I'm just putting like a, a solo cup over a ping pong ball or something like that. And that's just all it is. <laughs> His gun <laughs> is blazing as this shark just begins chopping. 
uh, down and it just you're easing easing Reisman right into its gullet. Uh, you can tell immediately because you're going from the top that as soon as the shark bites his head, he's dead. Uh, the shark continues biting. The gun continues blasting uh, as his reflexes pull down on the trigger until the, the clip is emptied. Bullets are flying all over this room. Uh, but eventually the shark gets all the way to the bottom uh, and there's just a pair of boots left sticking out of this water and just <laughs> chum everywhere. Anything else on your turn? Catchphrase. And then that is <laughs> that is my turn, bro. That was so awesome. What? Uh, oh, thanks, Ashwell. It's your turn. Ashwell stands up. <laughs> That's the end of her. God, God damn it! <laughs> Water sucks. It's not my element. Um, she'll like look over and, and yell at Prodigy. Did you eat his brain? Did he have an information on on time travel that you caught? The shark ate his brain. Okay, uh, guys, we might need to fish the head out of the shark. Um, and then I'm gonna kind of run over. Actually, hold on to the shark right now, Stranglehold. And I'm going to what? slam my hands um, on the ground right below Stranglehold's feet and cause. Uh, Slightly flavored differently, fastball special, where I am firing stranglehold at the four remaining pacifiers. What? All right. Wait, so the shark? You don't want me to let go? Okay. No, hold on. <laughs> what? what are you and, doing? And the shark and stranglehold and the remains of uh, <laughs> Reisman. The concrete underneath you just begins shooting you forward, stranglehold, as you're looking back. Wait, what? Uh, and you and the shark just go flying forward. You can spend a reaction here to make another attack if you'd like. Uh, sure. Um, let's see. So I'm doing fastball special. Ally throws. I make a close attack at the enemy they were thrown or fired at. So, so just watch one of these. I got a 16 on my agility check just so that the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Go for it. Uh, all right. Well, I... And I am two thirds of the way to another fan, uh, ultimate fantastic, actually. So I'm going to use my edges. Uh, nope. No, I don't get it. Uh, I do have a fantastic. Uh, it is going to be a total of, what is that? 23, 23 to hit. Fantastic. So fantastic doubles it, but the fastball special is already doubled. No, fastball special. If it's a fantastic success, you take triple damage. That's not a house roll. That's as written. So you're doing triple damage here, and purifiers do not have a damage reduction. It's the same damage as before. Okay, these guys oh have even God. less health than before. Uh, so go ahead and describe how you're taking out one of these purifiers. So um, I feel like me and the shark have bonded, and <laughs> I've imprinted upon the baby Great White, and I sling it forward, and I like to think that Forge, this is all happening in his head as he's traveling through the air, wasn't treating this shark correctly, wasn't feeding them properly. So he just turns and slings the shark around. So he's out front, big old teeth ready to go and just tries to feed him another purifier. It's like, that's I mean, a good boy. Who's a good boy? Forge was at least giving him water to breathe. What? Sharks don't breathe water. What? Did you go to... <laughs> What are you talking about? We were at a we were at like a college, and you'd think sharks breathe water. 
this is one of the purifiers that just was able to get into the room. He's this is sloshing through this water. Very long. Uh, and he was really looking where he's stepping more than anything. And he's trying as quickly as he can to get in this room. And he looks up. There's this juvenile great white <laughs> flying at him. And he just instinctively raises his arm up to push it away. And the shark engulfs the arm and goes down and just bites uh cleaving off the arm and a big chunk of his torso uh definitely cut the carotid you see that there's just blood gushing out as the shark lands with a thud uh it barrels through him lands on the other side of him i'm gonna say that it's actually gonna cause trouble to the purifiers behind him as well uh having a shark in their way to get in the room uh and this guy is just dying bleeding out in the on the in the water you son of a bitch Catchphrase. <laughs> Keep working on it. What? Workshop it a little bit more. You. Smile, you son of a bitch. Mm. Smile, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Mm. <laughs> Bijou, there's still three purifiers. Two of them are really struggling to get in the room as there's a juvenile great white blocking this hallway. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, so... Um, Bijou wants to shoot. Um, am I? Am I at least twenty spaces away, or am I closer than that? You'd probably be closer than twenty spaces. Okay, so no sniping. No sniping. I will try uh, no suppressive fire. Instead, uh, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight. Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 on these purifiers. You only need a 12. Okay. Um, and then... That's against their vigilance, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, 13 anyways. Uh, so you're good. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, sorry, um, math. So then the damage is 25 damage. 25 to their focus, right? Because of suppressive suppressive fire. Correct. And they are now, that one is now stunned for one round. Um, you're able to target more than one person, correct? Oh, no. Suppressive fire. A targets. Okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood the ability. Uh, Yeah. So the next one that's coming in the room uh, was already struggling to get through, but you have that energy blast uh, flying through and it, it's all he avoid it. He's stressed out from the shark already there. And then as soon as he takes a step forward to jump over it, their energy blasts and he just falls backwards in the water, landing on the body of this shark with the jaws that are like just trying to reach around and grab him. And he's doing everything he can to keep away from it right now. He has fallen. He is stunned. Uh, anything else on your turn? No. Okay. Uh, and that brings us to Wraith. Uh, so there are two guys in the hallway here. One of them is stunned. One of them is waiting on the other guy to get through the hallway. And you are behind both of them. 
So there's just just the two that are in the hallway, and then there's one just the two in the hallway. Up. There's one more in the room. Okay. So um, the one who is not stunned, who I didn't—I mean, I, I, I'm assuming I obviously saw the other guy get you know fall back prone and, and absolutely, stunned. it's right in front of you. So once again, you see Wraith kind of step outside of time, and you know to everybody else, it looks like he's moving really fast, and he starts blinking around. The one, so I've set up blink barrage as my movement. The one who is not stunned, I am going to attempt to um, lock lock down spatially. So that's the flavored web casting on him. Right. And this guy does not have the elemental sphere to protect him or any other reaction that would help him. Jesus Christ, I'm getting good results. Uh, he does have elemental protection, actually, but I think we decided the webcasting is a little finicky there. I'm not going to do it for this guy. He's he's a grunt. Okay. Uh, I got a 20 with a fantastic success. That goes through. So he is pinned and paralyzed, so he has trouble on trying to get free, but he can use his reaction to try to escape. He's got to get okay. a 20 melee check, but he's got trouble on it. 20 melee. Uh, he's going to do great at this. Uh, roll the 17. Okay. So you said he, he has is, trouble too? Yeah, he's got trouble on that. Doesn't so matter. It, it goes it even lower then. Yeah. So he is uh, pinned and paralyzed. And then on the one that's stunned, uh, I will, uh, you know, start to spatially, you know, uh, tear parts of him away. My flavored venom blast. I got an 18 to hit. 18 hits easily. Do they have any damage reduction? They do not. Okay, that's 36 points of damage. 36. Okay. Uh, so this guy is so desperate to fend off this shark. The shark's not very mobile right now. It is just lying on the ground in uh, a couple inches of water. But still a shark, a giant great white shark. Juveniles are still 10 feet long uh, and its jaws are reaching back and he's just doing everything he can to push away and he's the perfect target for you and you just start rending him apart uh, and regardless of the shark actually getting him uh, there is blood in the water as he's he doesn't even know what hits him uh, what was the total on that again uh, 36 36 sorry I should have done the math first uh, and he's very injured, but he's not out yet. Uh, that and that brings us reactions. to the purifier that is in the room. Uh, and he's going to rush forward to Stranglehold, who is throwing sharks around. Uh, and he's going to attempt to... I'll not throw That's all you say to him as he's rushing forward. Stranglehold, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me to stop it? Stop it. No, I'm fine. Okay. Can't hurt me. I'll just uh, he's going to him to Prince here. Elementally grab you. Uh, so he holds out his stun gun, and that electricity goes towards uh, shocking you, attempting to make a melee ego attack against your melee defense. What is your okay. melee? 37, uh, 16. <laughs> 16. Uh, crap, he does not have an edge on this, and 
God damn it. My luck is so bad. I well, can't roll above why a two. I don't use elemental grab very often. Uh, so I rolled a nine. Uh, is, it really, you know, that's great. is it really like melee? It's not like an ego defense? Ego attack against melee defense because it's a yeah. grab. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, so his ego attack was a nine. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and describe how this electricity either passes through you. You added the shark into Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Prince, dude. Come on, man. He's gonna, I'm taking him with us. He's part of the team uh, now. Right, what happens, you bastard? <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, he comes at me. He's so he's going through whatever. Like, hey, isn't that what like sort of like what you do, Ashfall? And then while he's not even like just no look, and he just sort of bends his body as the guy reaches out or shoots out to try to get the elemental thing, just nonchalantly. I did a bit weak, so I don't like to do it very often. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Hey, did you yeah. go yet, dude? You done? Prince is hungry. <laughs> the electricity shoots past you, uh, hits Ashfall in the shoulder, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. <laughs> that takes us to the purifier who is uh, stunned and being rendered by Wraith. Uh, stunned just uh, lasts for the round, so he cannot go this round. Uh, and he will just be attempting to get away from the shark uh, with Bijou's uh, energy blast keeping him pinned. Uh, and that brings us to Stranglehold. Uh, okay, how many dudes are around me? And should I roll initiative for Prince? <laughs> no initiative for Prince. Uh, there's one dude around you and two in the hallway. Okay. Um, you can easily reach the ones in the hallway, but it'll require a movement action. How far away are they? Like a couple steps, two spaces. Okay. Well, if it's two spaces, I can reach them now since I have. Okay. Uh, okay. I do Mr. have stretchy pants. Reach. Okay. You're the one who wouldn't let me uh, grapple Princey right off the bat. <laughs> but hey. Um, okay. The dude right next to me, he's not interesting to me. I'm like, okay, dude, you tried really hard. I'm proud of you. One sec. I'm going to go beat up your dudes. And so me and Prince uh, are going to. I'm going to just start moving down. Um, as I move, my legs obviously get a little bit longer so I can close the distance. It's just my move action, basically. Um, and then um, I'm going to, because I have extra limbs, so I'm assuming one of these limbs is wrapped around Prince to help guide him. Uh, and then I think with the other one, I'm going to attempt to... What haven't I done? Um... Take an edge for the shark. Let's do a grappling technique as I'm trying to to basically grapple him and the other, and then I want to do like the the wash from Firefly thing and just be like dur, 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 with the with Prince in one hand and your purifier guy in the other. Is so, this the smash uh, heads that you're talking about? <laughs> leaf on the wind. <laughs> your melee attacks automatically hit. Oh, on this guy, he's okay. uh, paralyzed and penned. All right, so I just have to. So I just, I'm just rolling to see if I get like fantastic or whatever, right? All right, all right, all right, all right. It's a good start. It's a good start. It's a good start. Uh, I do, in fact, get a fantastic, but not an ultimate fantastic. Um, Did okay. you take the edge? Did I get an extra one? You I got my an edge for the ones. shark, I said. Okay, so let me. I have one more shot then to see if I can get my ultimate fantastic. Come on. I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I'm taking the picture. 
I really did. Thank you. My, North Foundry. My brand new North Foundry dice. Eric, Eric knows. West. Eric mm-hmm. knows how to how to lay out the, you know. The right, yeah, the send right. us you the say right that, dice. but as much as I love my Norse Foundry dice, they're incredibly pretty. Uh, I roll like shit, so I, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, my my, my Norse Foundry Blades in the Dark dice never fail me. Never fail me. Jeff sure rolls Blades in the Dark dice pretty dice well too. Fail you. That's true. That's okay. true. I just dropped. Uh, okay, so this is grappling technique. So what this basically does. Uh, as he is now grabbed on a fantastic success, uh, he's going to take double damage and is also pinned. And it, and it are we keeping that house rule with ultimate fantastic, or are we just yeah. going to yeah do okay. the triple? All right. Uh, if you're above then, sixty, you're getting him. Then for the third time, uh, that is going to be 126 points of damage. <laughs> okay, so that's double over double. Uh, <laughs> one of the YouTube comments to tell us that uh, if. You want to actually kill someone, you have to get their max damage in the negative. Uh, so, like, if they have 60 hit points, you have to get them to negative 60 to actually kill them. I've been house ruling that if you get to zero with a goon, it doesn't matter. However, in one hit, you've taken them from max health to over their max and negative. Uh, so, that, so that's beyond to kill. And I pull the hand out, <laughs> and I'm like, where'd he go? Oh, dude. Your breath, Prince. Jeez. And then... <laughs> I want to, uh, and then I think as, so is he, so is he dead, dead? So if I pull out a piece of him, can I still use my reaction? Uh, as, cause like my reaction written, triggers, he's dead, dead. okay. My reaction triggers on a grapple. So he's, fine. Grappled. Ahead, nerf me. he's a dead body, but he's grappled. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Uh, so then oh, this whole time, by the way, Prince could have made, uh, attempts to try to break my grapple on him so if you wanted to do that it's fine prince is not um, attempting to break your grapple i don't think so i think we're, <laughs> we're buddies now um and so then i'm just gonna throw the body the now like half eaten body at the other guy standing next next to next to him is that okay it's my uh, reaction. Yeah, yeah this the is other... the guy that's not actually standing he's stunned because he was trying to get away from prince already uh he's oh, already very much injured so you only need a 10 to hit him Oh, good, because that's this is an agility test because I'm throwing. Uh, actually, no, wait, it's a melee attack. Um, yeah, it's a melee attack for me. Oh, melee is um, automatically hit. Hang on a second. So, enemy picks grab it. Melee tip. Prone. Is this the spin and throw? Yeah, that yeah you're this doing? is spin and throw, and either way, the character can move the enemy to any space within reach. So, no, it would attack him. It would attack the guy. It, it, the damage is done to the guy. That has already taken damage. It's not so though to the target. Oh, okay. so never mind. Yeah, uh, I'll hang on to my reaction then. Regardless, he's still terrified by these limbs and chunks of body parts that are flying upon him from thrashing about with you, tossing it. Yeah, I have a I have a shark weapon that I can carry because I can carry a house, and I can extend my arm extra reach. And so if he tries to run away, like I can just extend it. So, you know, just can help help Prince. Someone Google how long a great white can go without uh, water. Uh, all, Ashfall, I, all, I can, all I can see is is a is a super pets episode of Gregor and Prince Shark <laughs> hanging out, <laughs> causing trouble. <laughs> Honestly, that would be shark. great. We'll do that as a one shot. <laughs> you know, Prince uh, Prince was first of his class in fish school. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, you're up. Right. <laughs> <Save us here. laughs> 
Let's uh, ignore that little bit right there. Pretend like it wasn't said. Um, so, nope, nope. That's First, not. You're not saying that. I don't hear anything. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I would like to take. Like, right. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take like a five foot step back. It looks like Forge's body. I just want to check to make sure he's dead, dead or unconscious, and maybe we might be able to stabilize him. Uh, Forge, uh, you take yeah, a step back, and you'll see that he's not. I I'm not going to cost you an action on this. Uh, you're going to see that he's unconscious. He's dying, but he's not dead yet, and there's a chance you could save him. Mostly dead. Mostly dead. Mostly I know dead, bits of him were Brandon ripped say. out. Okay, so there's enough of him alive. I uh, great. I'm gonna like make a cement bandage around him, so he's kind of also stuck, but also you know the bleeding has pressure on it. Okay, uh, we'll call that a. Let's go logic on that. Ego. Oh no, it's your ego. Ego. It's your power. I'll give you. Yes, ego. thank yeah. you. And we're going to say challenging 10 plus your rank, so 13. Can I take a... Oh, well, okay. Actually, um, that's fine. Um, I rolled a 17 on my ego check uh, as I cement him to the floor slash wall enough that his head is out of the water. Yeah, yeah. Your concrete kind of rises him up raises him up out of the water the water spills out over and begins dripping down it rolls him a bit as well uh he's on his side and now you you realize he was on his stomach he was underwater uh but now he's on his side and he begins coughing uh violently he, he's definitely unconscious this is a subconscious thing where he's coughing spitting up some of this water and you use your concrete to stabilize him as best you can. This is not a precise science using concrete to create a medical bed, uh, but you're doing the best you can. And you have quite a bit of control over your powers now. So you're doing a pretty good job as well. Y you feel fairly confident that you'll be okay at least for a few minutes. Is there any chance that uh, Elixir and uh, Prodigy can get over there by Forge? I think Prodigy they're can... both next to me because I haven't really been moving and I've been yelling at Prodigy. Prodigy, I've got a new a brain. You can eat it now. I got it out of the water for you. Uh, we have said that you can use Elixir as an action in combat, uh, so you're spending an action to pull him up. It, Yeah, we can say Elixir comes forward uh, and begins rushing to help Forge. Uh, Only help him a little bit. Like, you don't, don't full help him. Not full help, just a little help. Just like enough that he's not dying right now and your friend can eat his brain. You know. All right. So like we want him on the bench, but we don't want him playing. Yeah. I got you. And he puts both hands on Forge and you can see that like the the wounds are beginning to heal. You can see a lot of them closing up and things like that. Uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, nope, I will hold on because mostly I will use my right. Oh, well, no, I, everyone's going to be dead. I, I'm not either. Fine. Look at the shark in there. All right. And that brings us to Bijou. Poor Bijou, who always rolls so poorly on initiative. Uh, <laughs> what are really you doing? Uh, do the same thing as last time. See if I can do suppressive fire on one of the purifiers to make it easier for somebody else to uh, take them out. Uh, yes. Do you want to go on the one that's very injured or the one that's near stranglehold? The one in the hallway is the 
the injured one in the hallway is the one you did before. And the one near Stranglehold hasn't actually been hit yet, but he also completely missed Stranglehold at point blank range. Um, I will see if I can be useful and go after the one that I already did a little bit too. All right. Holy crap. That's a one on one and a one. Also, you're going to get an edge because he's prone. Sorry, I was saying that, but I was muted. Okay, and I'm shooting, so does that... His agility defense is 12. So if that helps you at all or not. Uh, is a one on one and a one like a crit fail or something that I can't reroll? One of those ones counts as a six. Oh, that's uh, right. Because it's the Marvel die. Uh, so you're actually at an eight plus your modifier right now. But I have an edge. With an edge, yeah. So okay. eight plus uh, five. So you already hit. Yeah, uh, I'm good. With a fantastic okay. success, so you don't even need the edge. Okay, so suppressive fire, uh, and it's vigilance defense because I'm doing suppressive fire. Uh, correct. Okay. Uh, which uh, is, uh, yeah, 13, so you're good. Okay, so any damage taken is applied to the target's focus instead. So that is a, and I, I keep forgetting this. So it's six plus one is seven times four is 28 plus five is 33. 33. And, and are you including the focus. double because it's a fantastic success? No. 66. He had literally 65 focus left. Uh, so you are knocking him unconscious. He's demoralized, basically, is how the rules say this. Uh, so you're taking him out. Go ahead and describe uh, between the shark and Wraith behind him and your energy <laughs> blasts. Uh, how are you demoralizing him? So Bijou has just really just been kind of standing in one place because um, there's like all of these moving things happening around her. And so she's just kind of standing still. Um, and so she's just, you know, kind of suppressive fire is just kind of, you know, shooting at their head, trying to just kind of make them duck around and thinking that they're not really paying too much attention to her um, because clearly there's other people doing a whole heck of a lot more damage and a shark. And so it just kind of like hits them on the side. Not, he's not quite paying attention. And with the demoralized, it says that he has trouble on all action checks from now on. He also can't take any actions that require focus cost, which are most of his uh, stun abilities. Uh, so exactly like you described, all those energy blasts are going. They they uh, hit him in the head and he just can't focus. And he's just scrambling about. And you can tell that he's kind of like lost. Like he's kind of disassociated from the situation. And he's still moving and uh, trying to like fight. But it's a very primal sort of survival uh, type situation. He's not thinking clearly. He's not uh, being strategic about anything. He's just whatever is in front of him in the moment is what he's trying to resolve. Uh, I think Prince is still near him. Uh, so he's like just kicking out at him rather than actually doing anything useful in this to help his situation. And he's also uh, now stunned for one round. And he's stunned. You're right. Uh, so he's just completely gone for the turn. <laughs> uh, anything else on your turn? Nope. Okay. 
that brings us to Wraith. You see this one guy uh, directly in front of you is the one that Bijou just hit. He's demoralized. He's stunned. Uh, he's he's just completely dazed and out of it. He He's not... You can tell he's not a threat. Uh, and then there is another guy in the room. You would know he's there. You can't see him from where you are. Uh, but that one uh, has not been hit yet. Okay. So for my movement action, I'll set up my blink barrage. So I'm porting in and out and around. And when I get into the room, I will then target uh, the one who has not been hit yet with um, trying to spatially lock him down. So using the webcasting again to try to stop him. Uh, his agility defense is 12. He's poor little peons. I'm gonna, right. I got a 16 at the moment, but I'm going to re-roll my Marvel dice to see if I can get a... Uh... You know, when I made these purifiers, you all were ranked 2 as well. They're ranked 2. And I'm like, these guys can pack a punch. These guys will be tough. And when are they going to do that? Was I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe next campaign, when I never let you get past rank 1. Uh, 18. That's smart. 18 hits. Okay. Um, and for damage, it's four times six, 12, 24, 30 points of damage. Oh, no, it's a web. Sorry. Um, so he is paralyzed, but he has the opportunity to break free if he wants. Uh, which he will use his reaction to attempt. It's a melee 20. Uh, and he rolled an 11. Okay. So then since he is paralyzed, I will use my second action to uh, try to uh, once again begin to uh, tear, you know, part of his biomass away using teleportation, which is the Venom Blast attack. Go for it. It's my signature. I got a five, four, six. So I'm going to use my edge to re-roll the I hope four you made enough Marvel for everyone, Gibson. Enough to share with the class. Did not get a fantastic success, but I did get a six on the Marvel die, so now it's a five, six, six, so a 23 in total to hit with the Venom Blast. Easily hits. Uh, for 42 points of damage. It's not enough to kill him, but it does quite a bit. Uh, this guy had yet to be hit, and you're just tearing him apart like you said just rending him you see his organs begin failing there's uh cuts and bruises uh blood just begins gushing out staining his purifier robes that white cross uh turns a dark crimson uh the water uh at your feet is beginning to reside as it begins to flow down the hallway uh it's not flowing as quickly through the aquarium as it was out of the burst aquarium as it was before uh but there's still a very dark crimson puddle beneath him uh, those are your two actions, right? Did you have anything else? Yep. Nope. Uh, he's paralyzed. I'm going to hold off. My move action is still the blink barrage. I'm going to hold on my onto my reactions. All right. So we have a paralyzed guy right here. Uh, we're going to say he's attempting to get through, but he's not going to be able to. Uh, yeah, roll the 15 to try and break through free with his action. And then that takes us to the stunned purifier who uh, can't even take an action right now. Uh, he's demoralized and stunned. Think to Bijou. And that brings us to stranglehold. How are you mopping us up here? 
Uh, okay, so there's just the dude next to me, and then Wraith's got the other one taken care of, so... This is the guy who missed me, right? Uh, the guy that missed you is the one that was just hit by Wraith. The guy in the hallway is the one that uh, is stunned by Bijou. Oh, okay. Um... Okay. I mean, they're um, both very I, injured. Yeah, I'll just. Uh, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just. Uh, I'm just gonna attack. Um, I'll just. Have, I'll just attack the one next to me. There's no reason to overthink this. Um, I'll just do a standard attack too. I'm not even gonna burn the focus to do a grapple. Uh, so yeah, they attack. Um, use my edges. Well, melee defense. Okay. Uh, that is a total of uh, 17 to hit. Not a good roll, but I did get a 11 six. does not hit. Is that 17? What? Uh, 7 does not hit, no. Enough <laughs> with your gaslighting, Steven. Steven the gas. I'm going to change out narrator <laughs> for gaslighter. Uh, I did get a 6 on my um, marble die, though. So, uh, not a fantastic... So this is not a fantastic, um, not just a fantastic. an actual six. So that's a... I was just saying it was a good roll. 42 points of damage. How are you taking this guy out? Um, yeah, so I think I'm just going to walk up to him. Uh, I've got my my left arm extended like a leash, uh, bringing Prince along with me. And I'm just going to, come on, come on. Okay. And then I'm just going to... I'm just gonna punch the guy. That's it. Really simple. Boom. I'm just gonna gonna do like, I'm gonna hold up. My arm's gonna move up, kind of like a cobra. It's gonna like just move around right in front of him. His eyes are following. And then really fast, right in the face. And he goes down. Got a little Uh, flare with stuff, Prince. A little flare. It's all good, dude. Bro, don't forget your catchphrase. Oh, right. Catchphrase. Oh crap! No, wait! <laughs> Smile, you son of a damn it! God, wait, dude, wake up so I can hit you again. It's all right, bro. You'll get him next time. All right, uh, Austin, Ashfall, it's your turn. What? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, for some reason, I keep getting distracted. Um, I'm just gonna shoot a an elemental burst at one of the dudes that is left. Uh, it's ranged. He's, he's stunned, so uh, at least take an edge. If I think it's only melee that gets automatic hits, so take an edge. Cool. I will definitely do that. Um, all right. So that is elemental burst. Line of sight, uh, inflict damage on a fatality. Okay, so make a uh, ranged attack. It's been so long since I've done this because I just usually block damage. Um, <laughs> reroll that dice. Nope, didn't work. Reroll. Ah. 18. 18 hits easily. They have 12 agility. Awesome. Uh, so that is going to be. Uh, does he have any damage reduction? He does not. Nice. Okay. Uh, that is roll damage. Uh, 19 damage. 
How are you going to do this, Kipser? Oh, just like this cement block rises out of the water behind me and I throw it forward uh, and it just like smashes in the face and he falls down in a sad pile. Of he is cement. so discoherent and shocked uh, from Bijou blasting at him, the, the shark coming at him. He got hit in the head with one of these energy blasts, completely dazed and stunned him. Uh, Wraith was right behind him decided to just teleport past and focus on someone who was still active and as soon as wraith teleports out of the way you see your moment and you pull out this concrete block and it just gets thrown across the room hits him across the torso you see him fly back you see the concrete block continue going leaving a little bit of a red uh, stain with each bump that it uh bounces across this hallway through this water uh you do not see the purifier stand up again that brings us out of combat elixir is doing his best best to help forge uh prodigy is kind of panicking uh from all this fighting he's not combat trained he picks up a couple still skills from just being around you all uh but he's still not confident in that manner and once he sees things begin to die down he's like Okay, uh, I'll get on the computer. No, no, the brain. Get on the brain. Get the figure out how to get these anklets off of us. Sink with Forge so we can get these anklets off. And I mean, I'm near Forge, so I'm already going to get everything he knows. I just have to be near him. You you can get it done, then, kid. Okay, (laughs) you can tell he's very. disoriented not disoriented he's very uncomfortable with this situation he was in high school just a couple days ago uh and while it was a boarding school against his will it was still a high school he was still going to class every day now he's been chased at by tyrannosaurus rexes he's had uh Mm -hmm. purifiers shooting at him with assault guns there has been a shark thrown around stranglehold stranglehold is going to extend his arm and he's going to rest one of his hands on the guy's shoulder Hey, I know, man, it's been, it's been a lot, right? It's been a lot. You were in a place that was like a prison, but also kind of cool at times. And now like things are crazy, but look at Prince, same thing. He was trapped in an aquarium for who knows how long. And now look at him. Now look at him, how he's open and free and adapting. You can do that too, man. We're all counting on you. I, I think we he's know dying. Stranglehold, no, I fine. think he's dying. He's fine. Shut up. All right. You can do this, man. Prince's jaws is just flapping limply. <laughs> okay. He usually yeah, finds I can do like, this. like a, a trash can or something because the room flooded with water. Yes. Yes. So Bijou's like taking like a trash can and just like dumping water on top of Prince. Yeah. You. you find a trash can and you just start dumping and occasionally you have to like dump a little bit out of guts or blood or maybe a bit of concrete uh, that you scooped up but there's still plenty of salt water that you're just dumping onto the gills of this thing as the jaws are limply going at it (laughs) Uh, Stranglehold surprisingly uh, your words of encouragement do seem to help him Uh, why is that surprising? Prodigy is a a good speech very intelligent person 
but it's comforting to know that there's just a regular high school kid around and it kind of grounds him a little bit. Uh, and he starts to get to work as best he can as Bijou is trying to save Prince. Uh, it's going to take him a couple minutes uh, to try and figure out whatever's in this computer, what he can. Is there anything you all want to be doing in the meantime? Well, I'm going to strip Forge of all of his technology. Anything on him that he could use or manipulate with his mutant abilities. Just strip uh, all that shit off of him. Give me a logic check and take a edge here. Uh, and it's not going to be the type of thing you fail, but it's just going to be how much you understand of what he's using. Uh, okay, thank God I get an edge, because that's a pretty roll. A 12. 12. Okay. Which is like I told you before... I had before. <laughs> His spandex suit became a control panel as he started using it. The suit itself appears to be very high tech, but you have no idea how to understand it or control it or anything like that. The best you can do is just start shredding the suit off him. You find some scissors nearby uh, and just start cutting it to pieces. It's actually very difficult to cut, but once you you find like a spot that was already uh torn from where you got it you use that weakness to continue cutting uh, and it begins to shred a bit easier that way and you're able to sort of strip him down to his waist of this uh, suit as you're uh, cutting through it you can see that there is some sort of very high tech uh, like nano weave going on obviously you don't have a microscope to see it but you can see there's something about this fabric that it, it seems like an electrical conduit this is just technology that is beyond your comprehension even you know it it's not just that you're 20 years behind the times it's that this technology is 20 years in the future yeah he's he's a super genius uh i don't stop at his waist i strip him completely out of that suit he didn't have anything left on when i'm done okay i don't trust yeah, this you, man at all you completely uh get everything off him that you can even his headband uh you take it off his hair is just uh lying down it, it's kind of uh, the tips of it are still hitting the water a little bit. And he's still imprisoned uh, with Ashfall's concrete here. And Ashfall can kind of manipulate that to make it easier on you to strip it. And then by the time you're done, uh, you have him pinned again in this concrete, uh, rised up a little bit uh, so that he's almost in a standing position, making it easier for Elixir to work on him and just make sure that he stays uh, alive. Elixir is also able to keep him... Uh, comatose in a way he's able to manipulate him into staying uh unconscious so until you guys decide differently uh elixir's going to keep him that way after a few minutes of this you do hear an oh no from prodigy going through the computer with forge nearby he's able to use muscle memory to get into the passwords and then once he's into the database it's just very simple just searching for the right things uh he starts searching for different sorts of projects uh not all of them are easily accessed forge appears to have very wide access in this database and it does appear that there's a supercomputer at his disposal but what really surprises prodigy here 
is when he reaches a file called Project Rockslide, which you all would remember Rockslide being Santos, who helped you escape. Apparently, Project Rockslide is a new project, and it is scheduled to be delivered tonight, this very evening, to the Church of Human Potential, formerly known as Madison Square Gardens. No. We're already here. You deserve the S for all the sharks. What, what, what is the what is the project though? What's what's it detailed? He tries to delve in a little bit more, and it's a new project that's just being delivered. There's no actual data on it right now, but there is a proposal. Um, it appears to be some sort of armor project. Uh a project that is somehow related to Project Predator X, an attempt to create a very durable armor uh, that can be genetically grown uh, to protect their predators. I feel like that means that they're going to kill him and take his skin. Is that just me? Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah, I agree. From there, he begins searching through Project Predator X a bit more thoroughly, and he sees that there are a lot of sub-projects involved in that as well. One of them comes up as Project Mercury, which you all don't really think anything of Mercury, but he immediately recognizes the name. There was a student named Cecily Kincaid, who her mutation was that she was organic metal. Her body was organic metal, similar to the consistency of mercury that was her code name that's what they called her uh at at school when the teachers weren't around they called her mercury project mercury appears to be that when she graduated uh after she graduated and left the institute she was taken here and her mutation was experimented upon and developed to give the predator x their metallic skin similar to what you fought Well, uh, I look at Prodigy and Lixer. This, this is this is what they were doing with the mutants once they graduated. Um, that couldn't be reintegrated uh, if they even tried that, which I doubt. Listen, still the best way to deal with this is back in our own time. Did you find anything on the time travel methods they used and how to get rid of these leg irons that we've got? I'll keep looking. I'll keep looking. Uh, the main thing that Forge has been working on recently, he's been working on something. It, It's strange. It's not labeled the same way as the others. It's Project Mighty Hunter. I, I don't understand it. Uh, it has something to do with this supercomputer. They're trying to recreate or create some sort of artificial intelligence. They're modeling it after something else. I don't really understand it. What are they modeling it after? Ah, uh, going through, going through, uh, I don't know, something called Nimrod. That's a weird name. Does that mean anything to you, Wraith? Uh, I mean, we were into some weird stuff at Team X, but nothing like this. I don't, huh. I don't think, I, Steven, I don't think. I would know anything about. I don't think you would either, considering Nimrod's from the future. Yeah. 
Listen, I don't know what only either. thing we can even do future of this timeline. Yeah. Let's wake up Forge a little bit and put some pressure on him to get some answers and get these anklets off us. Yeah, that sounds more your jurisdiction. I can teleport him to Mojo World and leave him there because he probably no. uh, Mojo would have some fun with him. We don't. I don't. We need. We need information from him. Uh, Fair enough. Str- Stranglehold will then coil around him. Forge before he wakes up, and he will keep obviously Prince on a leash nearby. Obviously, the leash just being your arm that wraps around him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Prince is a mutant shark because Forge would be working on mutant sharks. Because if you could do that, who wouldn't do that, right? Who wouldn't do that? That is a good point. Uh, I'm gonna have to edit my notes here real quick. Uh, but you're waking up Forge, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's easy enough to do. Stranglehold, you have him very secure, uh, along with the concrete like uh, slab that Ashfall's brought him up on. You wrap your arm around him, and he is pinned tight. He cannot move, not even a fingertip. Uh, when you give him the word, Elixir says, okay, I, I can wake him up. Yeah, I got this. Uh, and he ch- kind of puts both hands on Forge's face, and you see a bit of color come back to Forge, uh, and you see his eyes blink up. He, he didn't tell me this would happen. Well, obviously he can't see everything, Forge, you traitorous bastard. Uh, Elixir, it's... Prodigy, Bijou, let's uh, step out of the room, yeah? Um, okay. Hold on if you need anything. Yeah. Bro, shouldn't I, like, be here in case he, like, gets hurt? No. Uh, what? Oh, okay. We'll be right outside. Whatever she you guys... says. I'm not really like right. in charge, dude. Right, right like... looks over. He's like, you can stay or you can go. We're gonna get some answers here. One more. Yeah, I'm gonna get the ones that haven't seen this kind of stuff before out of here. Elixir steps into the hallway that has no door <laughs> and just kind of like looks back in. There's I'll pick up there. the door and kind of like yet. put it back up. Listen, Forge, out of memory of who you used to be to all of to us before you had you know, before you helped rip us out of time, I'm gonna give you a benefit of a doubt and give you an opportunity to come clean on some things. And then maybe you get to walk out of here. It's the Wraith. I don't think you understand. You're the mutant. Stranglehold it- starts to tighten just to sort of reinforce Wraith's threat. As he starts to, uh, so as the guy starts talking, he just, uh, his, his like, like an anaconda. Each time you take a breath, he just squeezes a little bit more. raised me. He's my father. Don't care. Do not care. You know what they taught us in Team X? We were deep, deep black ops. They taught us you're either an asset or you're dispendable. So, are you an asset, or do I teleport your brain into my right hand and walk out of this room? I wanted to help. I just want to save lives. Wonderful. You're going to save our lives. You're going to get. You're going to tell me how to get these anklets off us. You're going to tell us where the tele the time traveling technology is. And to throw my friends a bone, you're going to tell us what this deal is with Rockslide. 
Sentinels, I... I've made smaller Sentinels that have the time travel technology, but they can only go one direction. I... I took the technology from Nimrod. He he's he's Stryker's angel, the one where Stryker he gives Stryker his visions. Right. Okay. I can and get the anklets Nimrod... off you. It, I got the tools over there. I can get them off you. Who or what is Nimrod? He's an angel, as far as I can tell, a mechanical angel from the future. He came so back and he gave he gave Stryker his visions. That's how Stryker has been so successful. He's blessed by God. So he's a machine. A machine, yes. And you're a technopath, so how do we shut it down? He's a perfect machine. I don't perfect. care. You were a perfect inventor and you thought this day was going to end very differently, but clearly it didn't. So what do you know about Nimrod that's going to help us stop him and get back to our own time? If there is even an inch of Nimrod's programming that survives uh his technology that survives he'll he'll survive i i'm trying to recreate it as best i can that's what this whole floor is it's one massive supercomputer of me trying to recreate nimrod and what are the and other floors I, various projects i i take up three floors for the supercomputer and then there are various projects of strikers that i do and do not have any affiliation with okay okay how do we get the how do we get that the anklets off that's easy i've got tools over there i can cut them off it's carbonadium it requires a very fine tip diamond blade i i can do that you can tell us how to do it i can tell you how to do it excellent Would it, wouldn't prodigy already know how to do it though that's a good point we Are you lying to us? He starts to Prodigy's speak. psychic abilities. Uh, the way they work is that he can sort of... If someone has a skill, he can pick it up, but he doesn't necessarily know he has that skill until he tries to apply it. All right, we'll get uh, Prodigy no, can... in here to do it. That's Prodigy fine. comes in, and he, he works his way around the tools, and he finds the the correct type of blade that can cut through carbonadium. And it's a very high-tech piece of equipment. But at the end of the day, it's a blade. Uh, and he's able to cut through the ankle bracelets uh, one by one. Wraith, I assume, as you're still interrogating, you'll probably be the last. But then he starts going through all of you and getting the bracelets off. All right, the time travel technology. Where is it located? How does it work? Who controls it? The core of it is in Nimrod inside him uh he he's humanoid-esque uh he's been injured uh i don't have the skills to repair him i'm trying to i'm trying to create another one i have no idea how to create him how can i create another one i'm okay, so it's through nimrod that we through nimrod's ability that's how these other sentinels were able to travel into the past and infect everyone I was able to copy them, yes, and they they only work one way. It's when their ability happens, I have to create them with a specific time in mind. They go back to that time and then they 
are only able to return to my present. Okay. So you're responsible for all this. I've been able to duplicate some of Nimrod's technology, yes. So, uh, we're going to blow this entire compound up. What's the most efficient way of doing it? That's literally impossible from an engineering standpoint. Okay, so it's just going to take a lot of effort. I got gotcha. you. What about, like, implosion? Like, collapse it all down on We're itself. surrounded by Earth. Interesting point. If we yank, if we destabilize the foundations and we just drop every floor into the basement. I don't think you understand the scale of what you're asking. These things, ever since 9-11, these, these types of places have been designed to withstand an impact of a plane full of explosives. It, it would be a massive undertaking, a scale of which the six of you would not be able to do. Well, you did say your your supercomputer was on three floors. That's the most critical thing to destroy anyway. So we take you out of the equation. We destroy your supercomputer. At least nobody's looking to rebuild a Nimrod. Then we deal with Nimrod and we go home. I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to help you, but I, I don't think you understand just what you're asking. It's, I just want to save lives. And you're talking about destroying the entire arena, Madison Square Garden, a chunk of New York. This is what I'm saying. This is what Stryker is trying to prevent. Don't you understand the destruction that you're... this war. We're going to finish it. You can stop blabbering now because it's this is not a point of discussion. You've got a choice. You're either going to go with without your arms and legs... We're going to take your mechanical appendages uh, and you're going to go to Mojo World. Who knows what's happened to you there? Or you can stay here with your supercomputers as we destroy them. I don't care either way. You're a traitor. Make your decision. Those are my only two choices. Uh, yes, I think. Stranglehold, what are your thoughts? Uh, what you said. Yeah, those are, your have thoughts? those are your choices. I agree with Wraith. And then he just I squeezes. Choose Mojo just World. because. <laughs> I, um, I've still got like the door held up and I kind of yell through it towards you. Are there any mutants alive down here? That's a good question. Is anybody else imprisoned in here? They had Mercury. There's... They're talking about taking Rock Slide. Project Rock Slide is being delivered tonight. There's a handful of other mutants, specifically around Floor 7 is where most of those projects happen. Floor 7, huh? All right. That's reasonable. How are you at dimensional travel? Not good. Okay, okay. Well, because of all your incredible help, maybe we'll leave you your limbs then. Uh, yeah. Is it my turn? It doesn't have to be this way. Cool. Hey, dude. Uh, let's see. We're going to leave you as a little bit of a chrysalist. Uh, come on. I'll uh, I'll take you on uh, to a really cool city directly downtown. 
Because you know what? If Mojo comes back and finds this place, I'm kind of okay with that. And he is just uh, despondent at this point as you begin to teleport him. He's, wait, no, it doesn't have to be this. And then silence for the rest of you as Ashfall takes him to Mojo World. Uh, the city where go all ahead the and describe are. what this looks like for us. Uh, it is all of the cyberpunk dystopians plus if the worst case scenario Twitch chat ever happened, your little subscriber camera bubbles depending on how much you pay. <laughs> the lovely Twitch chat bubbles. We love our Twitch chat. What are you talking about? <laughs> Settle down. Yeah, uh, in a gladiator <laughs> combat situation that enjoy all the gore. Uh, but uh, you got... Um, Viral net and you got Mojo TV uh, and just adverts everywhere, top to bottom. These um, cyberpunk kind of esque buildings everywhere, just in the heart of a square. There's trash and uh, dirt, but it doesn't matter. Uh, everything has kind of a bit of a dried blood flaking off of it, kind of feel. And. Uh, and Go for it. In the middle of a square in intersection uh, with these cyberpunk vehicles traveling through, uh, Ashfall and Forge show up. Forge cocooned in concrete so he can't even move. Uh, these futuristic cars uh, start honking their horns and careening out of the way trying to avoid him. Uh, Ashfall, and any last words as you... I stand there long enough for the cameras to start to pick up on us. Flip the bird up towards Mojo, uh, and then disappear, leaving Forge behind. Forge is alone in the cyberpunk dystopia. The rest of you, you saw Forge and Ashfall disappear, and just moments later, Ashfall's back without Forge. And that's where we're going to end the session here. Uh, as you guys have uh, transported yet another foe to Mojo World, it seems like a popular dumping spot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really quite convenient. It's a good garbage dump. Uh, uh, let's do some uh, shout outs uh, Aaron what's going on with Garblag uh, tomorrow at 4pm Eastern Standard Time if you did not get enough wonderful Marvel madness here you can join me as the narrator and my team of British superheroes as, uh, as we actually uh, dive into the Cataclysm of Kang starting uh, tomorrow and then Thursday uh, you can join Garblag Pete himself at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with more of his own game, Heroic Deeds, uh, old school feel with modern mechanics as he plays through the classic Red Hand of Doom uh, campaign. Then next Tuesday at the same time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find our Millie the GM running her long-running Coriolis campaign. It's a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I did enjoy watching your Marvel uh, multiverse game. It was interesting to see how you GM it. Uh, Jeff, what do we got going on here with the Gaggers? Yeah, buddy. Uh, Thursday, we got some more Where of the Apocalypse with everyone here except for Steven uh, by design. Uh, Friday. <laughs> well, Aaron, tell us what's going on on Friday. Uh, on Friday, we are going to be back with uh, Cubicle 7's Warhammer 40K Wrath and Glory as our team of uh, troubleshooting agents from uh, the rogue trader Veronius's flotilla 
are trying to get to the bottom of what's going on on a space hulk that has come in system and is on a collision course with the shrine world of Enoch. They did also get to fight a bunch of nurglings last time, and Adorable. Melissa's character sadly took a corrupted chainsaw to the shoulder and is feeling a little worse for wear. So that should be entertaining when we get back into it on Friday. Yes, I killed a lady. <laughs> I whacked her upside her head with a staff. Totally uh, her. It was very fun. Very fun. Uh, Saturday, we, it all goes to plan. We are starting up Call of Cthulhu, uh, our new campaign, our new Saturday campaign in the place of where we used to play Wondering. Uh, we're doing some Call of Cthulhu. We're playing uh, Eternal Lies, which is a, it's actually a trail of Cthulhu uh, campaign, but we're going to run it uh, using uh, Call of Cthulhu 7th edition because uh, I can't learn another system. My brain has reached capacity, uh, and uh, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, and you can see uh, it's the same crew that was uh, that was in Wondering. We're just going to kind of create it over. We're gonna we're gonna get that going. Uh, then Monday we'll be doing some Fragged Empire. Uh, back to that as well. And uh, if you haven't already checked out the YouTube channel, uh, Adventures in Lollygagging, got all sorts of games there, uh, including uh, you know all of our past work. Uh, and that's uh, that's that it would, be, it would be definitely be all of our past work. So any uh, words of wisdom, Stephen? Uh, yeah, have. Uh, the ability to roll fantastic successes every time you roll initiative if you want to win at this game. It's true. Please it's continue to watch us true. bully Stephen. It's true. It's pretty useful. <laughs> that is a useful S, power. The, you know, the S in gardens stands for shark. For <laughs> I thought it was shark. for Stephen. I thought it was it's for not. Stephen. Sorry, buddy. Oh, Sorry, that's, buddy. You know, I, I'm going to have to build the new Madison Square Gardens uh, and put the S on the end for Stephen. Well, we haven't even destroyed this one yet, so why don't you chill? Why don't you calm down? You never know. Though. We're going to do it. Give it our best shot. Next session. When he was just like, oh, it's impossible. All I kept thinking was like, this dude has no idea how much Stranglehold can bench. Come on. Are you kidding me? I can, I can, I can pick up a house. I, I just got this vision of, of Stranglehold's arms extending out to the furthest and him just <laughs> whirling around like a top, shredding layer after layer. Just now, There's an idea. I mean... Samson bringing down the temple, right? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Could be pretty fun. Uh, okay, we're raiding Perception Studio. Follow the raid. We'll catch you all later. Despite what Kipser says, we love you, Twitch chat. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>